G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, we have one eye on the developing issues around the nation of Israel. And not only because the Jewish people are still God's chosen people, but because Israel is central to the concept of peace in the Middle East. Well, Israel is surrounded by enemies and there's a long history of open conflict and an ongoing propaganda war trying to win support for the enemies of Israel. But this has developed into a more recent strategy, which many now are calling lawfare, or the ongoing battle to delegitimize the state of Israel through international law. International lawyer Andrew Tucker is in Australia and he's just launched his latest book called Israel on Trial. Let's get some insights. Hello, Andrew Tucker. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Good to be with you. Andrew, uh, you just had a launch of your new book here in Australia, uh, overseas. Uh, came out middle of the year, but uh, a special launch in Australia with Fred Nile. Uh, how was that? Uh, it was good, uh, Neil. We did that in the New South Wales Parliament this week. And uh, it's important because uh, it's a message which needs to get to our government leaders. It's, uh, it's about um, the way that our governments are treating Israel. And uh, it's, we feel this message needs to get to the heart of our nation. So I was excited about that. Take us into a little bit more about what this idea of lawfare means, because I suspect a lot of listeners won't understand that terminology, but it really means nations using international law against Israel. That's correct. You know, the Israel was established in May 1948, and it was a miracle, really, because uh, a window of opportunity was given after the First World War to re-establish the Jewish homeland. And this is, uh, this is very biblical because God said he is going to bring his people home and establish them in the land in the last days. That's exactly what's happened. And that creation of the State of Israel, of course, was not welcomed by many of the uh, Arab states, uh, particularly in the Middle East. And... Um, we saw immediately five nations attacking the state the day after it was created, May uh, 15th, 1948, and a s- several wars over the succeeding decades until the Yom Kippur War in 1973, the last time the Arab nations collectively um, in- invaded uh, Israel with their armies, and they failed yet again to destroy it. Now, what they've tried to do since then, uh, at least in my opinion and the opinion of uh, and many others, is they have used the international legal system, particularly the United Nations, to launch an offensive to undermine and delegitimize the Jewish state of Israel. And we need to make no mistake about this. This is a deliberate campaign, and 
year in, year out, their resolutions are questioning the uh, right of the Jewish people uh, as a nation to exist, as a sovereign nation to exist. And this is what we call lawfare. And then there's this thing called the BDS movement about boycott, divestment and sanctions. Uh, Is that all a part of the whole process of lawfare? It's all part of the same package, Neil. Um, You know, you remember the apartheid regime in South Africa. Um, There was a a program of uh, boycotts against South Africa to dismantle apartheid exactly what they're doing against Israel because they claim it's an apartheid state. What they say is because it's a Jewish state, it's uh, it's illegitimate. And the non-Jews in the land are treated as second-class citizens, is what they say. Well, that's um, rubbish, really, because the Jewish state is the most democratic state there is in the Middle East. Far, um, far ahead of all the other Arab states in the region. Um, now, there's one tricky thing, and that is the occupied territories, and what are called occupied territories. East Jerusalem and the West Bank, it's the heartland of Israel. It's called the occupied territory, as if it, Israel is there illegally. Uh, that's not the case, we argue, Um we argue that Israel has a legitimate claim to be there. That's not illegal. Uh, there are rules that apply under international law, but it's it's totally unfair to claim that Israel is illegally occupying these territories. Andrew, I don't want to miss the opportunity to ask you about some of the meetings that you've had while you've been in Australia. You've met with members of our Australian Parliament and, of course, around this issue of Australia moving its embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Uh, what sort of uh, breakthrough could you report or uh, is there any development when it comes to the way the Australian government is thinking about moving the embassy? Well, the Prime Minister has reiterated recently that he is determined to consider this issue. He is still examining the question whether Australia should move its embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And we were here really as a delegation of Jewish and Christian leaders to Canberra this week to put the case for why we think that's important. And basically it comes down to uh, this, that is that Jerusalem um, is at the heart of God's purposes uh, in the world today. He is re-establishing Jerusalem. We know that biblically. Um, Secondly, uh, Israel is legitimately in Jerusalem. Uh, I won't go into details, but under international law, um, you know, Jerusalem... It's clearly part of the state of Israel. And so we feel it's important that Australia recognises Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel, which it is and always has been since 1948. And it's time to reaffirm our alliance with the Jewish state of Israel uh, because it's, uh, it's important 
for us to be allied to the only real democracy in the Middle East. And I think we need to send this signal time and again to the world that we support the reconstitution of this Jewish state, which is a blessing to all the non-Jewish people. Mustn't forget that. Um, the Jewish state is not exclusively for the Jews, it's for all people. And we believe that cooperation with Israel and with the Jewish people is the answer to uh, peace, not dividing, not, not separating, as, as we're seeing happen at the moment. Well, Andrew, ever since the United States moved its embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, there's been an international outcry and you could even reflect intimidation that's coming from Muslim neighbours about whether Australia moves the embassy. What are your thoughts about the value to a nation like Australia in actually doing that physical process of moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem? Well, I think the uh, intimidation is exactly the word, um, and it's no more or no less than that. They've all, they always do this. Um, because they dispute, they don't just dispute Jerusalem, they dispute uh, effectively uh, the existence of the Jewish state. Let's not forget there are over 20 Islamic states that don't even recognize that Israel exists. There's no diplomatic ties, there's no recognition because they don't recognize the existence of the Jewish people as a nation. So that, I think that's unacceptable. Um, and um, secondly, uh, there, there's a spiritual dimension to this, and that is namely that nations that stand with the Jewish people, especially in the end days, will be blessed. And I don't say that lightheartedly, I mean it very seriously. There is a blessing for this nation in standing for the right of the Jewish people to be in Jerusalem, because it's... This is God's work in these days. He's preparing uh, his kingdom. And um, I know it's very political, but I think it's very real. And it's, 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 time for, um, it's time for our leaders to take that step and not give in to the intimidation. Andrew Tucker, for people who are listening to our conversation today and wondering about how they do something that's practical and effective, uh, what are your thoughts for what listeners might be able to do to help the process of the Australian Embassy moving to Jerusalem? It's extremely important, Neil, that our leadership hear from the constituency uh, in the nation about the support for moving the Embassy. They need to understand there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of Christians throughout the nation who believe this is important. So I encourage your listeners to write to your uh, member, your federal member of parliament uh, and senate and explain to them that you believe the prime minister should decide to move the embassy. And you can say that it's perfectly legitimate to do so. And furthermore, it's important for the state of Australia to stand firmly side by side with Israel, and that means recognising the real capital of Israel, the uh, city of Jerusalem. 
There's a certain sense, isn't there, in which there is an encouragement that's coming from people like yourself uh, for nations, uh, states, uh, international organisations, even businesses, uh, to adopt policies towards Israel that are, in fact, positive policies. And uh, sometimes it's tempting because not everything Israel does is perfect. But, but as you say, there is something special that happens when there is that level of unity. There, there, there is, Neil. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to sort of put, put that in words and articulate it, but um, there is something deeply um, significant about uh, standing side by side with the Jewish people in, this, in these times. And, uh, you know, Australia has always been a strong ally of Israel from day one, and much, much longer than that. You know, we, our forefathers fought in Besheba, and for the liberation of Palestine, they fought for the liberation of Jerusalem from uh, the Islamic regimes. And I don't think we should simply hand it all back, which is kind of what they're asking us to do. These are hard-won relationships and hard-won freedoms, and... uh like you, I suspect most listeners to this program today would be saying, yes, of course, we need to support and recognise the nation of Israel. And, and I know that there'd be a lot of people who'd be saying we ought to be moving our embassy, our Australian embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and recognising Jerusalem as the capital. Uh, let me point people to your new book. And uh, we started talking about lawfare. Uh, your new book is called Israel on Trial. And for listeners who are interested in getting a hold of that, I'll give a few websites and you might find links on those websites to getting a hold of Andrew Tucker's new book because Andrew represents these days three organisations, the Hague Initiative for International Cooperation. That website is thinc.info. Another one, Christians for Israel International, that's c4israel.org. And then European Coalition for Israel, ec4i.org. Always great getting an update. Andrew Tucker, thank you so much for talking to us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, and uh, many blessings. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.